You're listening to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe, and I'm a business coach for online health coaches who want to attract their ideal clients, stop feeling defeated by their never-ending to-do list, balance a healthy lifestyle with their growing business, and stop overanalyzing what everybody thinks of them so that they can confidently own their message and online presence. On this podcast, we dive deep into health information you can share with your clients, business strategy tips, and more. Let's get to it. Hey there, today you're going to hear a Facebook Live that I did for my three-day consistency challenge in the Health Coach Nation Facebook group. So you are going to hear me mention prizes, you're going to hear me call people's names out, and I just want to give you a heads up to disregard all that and enjoy the episode. One thing you can do that I still um, mention in the episode is book a free strategy call. So if you'd like to apply for a free strategy call, you can go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call and fill out your form, and that is still a possibility. But the prizes have been given away. The challenge is over. Um, but enjoy the episode. Thank you so much. One more thing before we get into today's podcast, and that is I am announcing a podcast contest, which means if you listen to the podcast and you have a favorite episode, a favorite lesson you've learned, a favorite quote, anything from the podcast, and you share a screenshot of the podcast, a link, a clip, whatever from the podcast on your Instagram, either in your stories or on your feed or on your Facebook page, and you tag me, you will be entered to win prizes. Now, how to tag me? You click the app button, and then you type in my name. So my name on Instagram is H-A-I-L-E-Y underscore R-O-W-E, Haley underscore Row. And on Facebook, I'm facebook.com slash official Haley Row, or you can just tag me at if you type in the at sign and type in Haley Rowe, you should see my page pop up. So that's how you enter. And you can enter as many times as you want all throughout July. And I will be announcing a winner in August. Some of the prizes include gift vouchers towards my private coaching, um, chlorella, which is a superfood, and it's $120 in value. It's um, one of the most nutrient-dense foods on the planet, according to NASA and the United Nations. You can learn more about the algae at HaleyRow.com slash algae. I have a whole podcast about it. And um, I might announce more prizes as we go um, along the month. But those are definitely two of the prizes. So be sure to enter. The more you enter, the more chances you have to win. And I can't wait to hear your favorite things about the podcast. Thank you so much. Let's get started. So today, you guys, we're going to talk about overcoming excuses when it comes to being consistent. What gets in the way of us choosing to be consistent? And um, for those of you who are new to the challenge and you haven't been attending the last two days, you can always go back and search hashtag three-day challenge. And those replays will be available for about a week. So check them out. And be sure to book your free strategy call um, as part of this challenge. And you're able to get $500 off of the upcoming group program or private coaching if you book your call for next week. So let's start with the common excuse of, I don't know what to do. Okay, so how many of you guys have ever said, I can't get started or I can't be consistent because I don't know if this is the right action or I don't know what to do? Anybody? Anybody ever say that? So if that has been your excuse in the past, there are a few things that I would say. Um, first of all, always ask yourself, am I 40% sure that this is the right next choice to make? Because if you guys have seen my podcast from last week about um, overcoming overwhelm and overanalyzing, one of the things I talked about was how Jeff Bezos, who is the CEO of Amazon, um, makes he moves forward with something when he's 40% sure that it's a good choice. Can you believe that? And that's somebody who's been very successful, somebody who has grown a company. And so there's it goes back to that lesson that you're never going to feel it's completely right or you're you're always going to have in the back of your mind like is this a, is this the right action to take? But the only wrong action you can take really is you're getting started 
is not doing anything at all, right? So Chris says, oh yeah, he knows, he knows. And so I would always ask yourself, what can I do that seems like the right next step? Am I 40% sure it's a good action? Okay, I'm gonna roll with it. Make a decision and then make the best opportunity out of it as you possibly can. And inaction, like I said, is the only wrong action. So the other thing that you can do is ask yourself, who does know how to do this? And can I get a free call with them? Can I connect with them? Do they have free resources? And the thing about connecting with other people, if you do want to learn something, always ask yourself, how can I make it so that there's something in it for them too? Because my biggest pet peeve when it comes to you trying to create a new habit or learn something from someone is when people say, can I pick your brain? Because even though it's, I mean, it's a nice thought, it's very flattering, that you always have in marketing, in anything you do for your business, you always have to think about what's in it for them, right? What's in it for, how can it be mutually beneficial? So um, that's one thing to keep in mind. So that's the first excuse. And by the way, for those of you who are just hopping on, I wanna take a quick second to just say thank you so much to everybody who has been a part of this challenge so far and everybody who's sent questions and everybody who's attended even on Instagram because you guys are allowing me to live my mission, which really at the end of the day, even though I'm a business coach for health coaches and I work with them on marketing and strategies and tactics and all that stuff, at the end of the day, at my core, I just love changing the way people think about things. I love helping people see things in a more positive way and see that they are capable and see that they can do things and see that, you know, it starts with the next chest, next chest, <laughs> the next step and the next best choice. And I really like, even though in my group program in private coaching, we we're constantly talking about, okay, here's what to do on Instagram this week. Here's how to, um, how to conduct your sales process. Here's how to structure your business systems. E even that is proof that and evidence that they're changing the way that they think to like changing the way they believe in themselves, taking action, getting their hands in the clay. Like I live for that. So when you guys are part of this challenge and when you guys are commenting and sending me messages, anytime I get a message from people that's like, you know, you really help me be positive or you really uh, change my uh, perspective on this. That is like my heart just melts. And my love language for those of you guys who've read that book is words of words. Words are is my thing. It's not even like quality time, service. No, no, words. I love it. So thank you so much for those of you guys who have been a part of this so far. And Jessica, thank you. Yes, it is the best part of being the coach. It's changing how people think because everything starts with your thoughts. Your actions start with your thought. Your habits start with your thought. Your ability to take action and do the strategies and implement them starts with your thoughts and a motivation to do it. So I'm just really, I wanted to say that before we move on because that's my, my huge mission. And even for those of you guys who aren't health coaches who have sent me messages and who I've worked with clients who aren't even health coaches who just have the mission to change the way they think and, and want to do that, it's, um, it still means a lot to me. So thank you. Okay. Uh, increased confidence. Yes. Thank you, Alexandra. Oh my gosh. That, I, that means a lot to me. Okay. So that we already addressed the first excuse of, I don't know what to do. Just start, make a decision, line up with it, get help. Um, and be resourceful. Like I think a lot of people, it's shocking to me how much we have available to us on the internet, in podcasts, in books, from experts, and how many people are not taking advantage of that or implementing it. Part of implementing it is having skin in the game and accountability and somebody to hold you accountable. So I understand that free information isn't super valued, but it's shocking to me how many times I hear people say, well, I just don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do anything about it when we have Google and all of the things. <laughs> so, um, and I've had clients who really wanted to work together and they've gotten resourceful. They've said, you know what, I really want to do this and I'm going to find a way to make it happen. I'm going to save up or I'm going to sell something on Facebook Marketplace. Like we live in a time where you have that opportunity to make, if you want to make more money, 
you can. If you want to learn something, you can. If you want to build a side hustle, you can. Like that is everything. Okay, so let me know um, if you have an excuse you want me to go over. I have a whole list here and I'm just plowing through it. And let's move on to the next one. So the next excuse is I start strong, but then I fall off. So this is for all the all or nothing people, the people who go do a program or, or a course or a um, something that they think is going to help them be more consistent, right? Or with healthy eating, a healthy eating program. And they're good, they're good, quote unquote, for two to three weeks or two, a week or three days. And then they say, I fall off after that. So how many of you do that? Say, yes, yes, I've done that. I've done that. Sure. Okay. So when you have this excuse, um, what I would tell you and what I would share is, first of all, developing the practice of um, checking yourself before you wreck yourself is key. So the, the practice of creating pauses and the pattern interrupts, that's where this is going to come in. For those of you who make this excuse, go back to day one and watch the video about in including pattern interrupts in um, times where you feel like doing an old habit or something that doesn't serve you or something of self-sabotage. Yes, Alexandra says, yes, I know, I've been there too. So that's the first thing. The second thing is um, like the, the more you can practice redirecting your thoughts in those moments and even after those moments to not beat yourself up over it, the better. So that's why we talked about meditation yesterday, because it trains your brain to constantly be redirecting its thought and catch yourself before you wreck yourself. That's what meditation really teaches you how to do. Okay. The other thing is look for evidence in your life that you are a finisher, that you're not an all or nothing person. Because so who who here says that, oh, I'm, I'm really good at starting things, but finishing and following through, mm, you kind of lose me. Instead of identifying with that and saying that you're an all or nothing person, like stop saying that. Just drop it. It doesn't serve you. Let it go. Let it fade into the background. You don't have to fight against it. You don't have to say, I'm a great finisher and implementer when you don't believe it yet. But instead, stop saying that and look for evidence of times in your life when you've been a finisher. So a big like life-changing moment for me was actually when I was really young and, and about, I, I probably in middle school, um, I had always dabbled in different things and I had always like done the swim team and wanted to quit and done tennis and wanted to quit and done golf and wanted to quit. And, um, and I remember having a conversation with my dad that's like, you're not going to go anywhere unless you become a follow through or, or, or a finisher or you come, I want to see you really commit to something. And I remember that conversation because it was um, so like, I like I was like, all right, I'm going to commit to something. I don't even care what it is, but I want to prove to myself that I'm able to follow through. And so for me, that was music. And I started to write my own songs and, you know, sing in a, a choir and all that stuff. I'd already, I had already been singing in a choir, but I like started to step it up, right? And it was so fulfilling because you learn so much and you get so much more satisfaction when you follow through with something. It, it just becomes more gratifying. And the other thing is, if you are a all or nothing person or you, you tend to what quote unquote fall off of what you wanna be doing consistently, um, I would ask yourself, get instead of focusing on the action that you are like so committed to following through on, start by asking yourself, what are the three, or it could be even one, but one to three feelings that I want to experience every single day consistently, start there, because then you're going to be able to know those feelings and then work backwards and say, what actions will create those feelings for me? So if you, so for me, and, and aim for consistency with those feelings, not necessarily a specific action you're stubbornly holding that needs to happen every day or else because it gets your mind focused on um, more like more excited to do the thing you know what I mean more clear on what the actions will look like today and be flexible um, just knowing that you're gonna be able to create that feeling every day so um, 
if that makes sense. So my top three feelings, and I want you guys to comment one feeling you want to experience every day. And if you have three, that's great. You can comment those. But I want to know from you, what are your feelings you strive for every single day? And for me, my top three feelings are aligned. So my words, your words can change, by the way, in different seasons of your life. But for me, my top three um, is are aligned, um, zest or excitement. It's really important to me to feel like excited about every day or have something I'm looking forward to or like my job. Like that's one of my key things. Um, and then the third one is energized. Okay, so energized, um, meaning I want to take care of my health. I want to feel good every day. I hate, uh, if, like nothing's worth it to me if I'm feeling crappy while doing it. That's it. Like I, some days I feel tired, sure, but I really strive to take care of my health first because then everything else goes smoother. I'm in a better mood. I get better bang for my time and my buck, right? So um, somebody said inspiration. I love that feeling. That's really good. And inspiration is so easily created, right? With podcasts, with journaling, um, with thinking about your goals. And then somebody else said joy. Jessica said joy, calm, and purpose. Yes. So she's one of my amazing, amazing clients. And um, I can tell you right now, she practices what she preaches. She's living with purpose and helping moms overcome their um, struggles with healthy eating and activity and their mindset barriers. So be sure to check her out. She's super cool. And then, okay, so somebody said, yes, that's clever. Yes. Okay. All right. So that's the second thing I would say is the three daily feelings. Write them down. Choose. The, the next excuse that I want to talk about when it comes to, let's say there's something you want to do or be consistent with, even if it's like a coaching program or a healthy eating plan or, um, you know, personal development every day. And let's just say that your spouse or your husband or your girlfriend or boyfriend or partner or your dog or your children or your boss is not on board. They don't support you. Okay. Let's just say they don't support you. Um, so in that situation, this is not a valid excuse because here's the thing. If your spouse or dog, husband, whatever, <laughs> knew that you'd be happier and contributing more, like let's say it's a financial thing or even a health thing, you'd be contributing more to your family because you have more energy or you have more money or you have more time, whatever this new habit's going to bring to you. If they knew that you were going to have those things, um, in, in, as a result of going on this journey and committing to this thing and being consistent with it, would they support you? That's the question to ask yourself because most of the time we, they don't see the whole picture. They don't see how it's going to impact them or the family or whatever for the better or you for the better, right? And if they really care about your happiness and your fulfillment and your joy, then it shouldn't be an issue. And if they still don't support you, I don't know. That's a tough that's toughy. Um, Alexandra's jumping off. Okay. Enjoy the replay. Thank you so much for um, hopping on earlier. And um, so that would be what I would say to that. And the, the other thing is, if, if you are not supported by somebody in your life, um, the, the, you have to have your own back in life, right? And happiness is created from within. So you can never rely on somebody else to... Um, like you have to be so stable and knowing what you want for your life and knowing the feelings you want to create every day that nobody can really rock you or shake you. Right. So that takes a lot of inner work. That takes a lot of personal development. That takes a lot of practice. That takes a lot of catching your thoughts before you wreck yourself. Um, so that would be what I would say there. So who here um, is needing accountability or needing a tribe or needing support? Because that's what this community is for at the end of the day. Okay. So if you aren't using this community to connect with others, to ask questions, to get support, please do. And at the same time, if you need accountability with your business goals, be sure to book your free strategy call for next week because we can do this together. And I, part of why I've done programs and worked with a coach in the past is because I need that accountability. There's not a lot of people around my, you know, small suburb area doing what I'm trying to do. And so it's really, really nice to have a tribe of people who are out there, um, you know, on the front line doing the things 
and it really lifts me up and it really inspires me. So that would be what I would say to that. Get a community, get accountability, sign up for that free call if it's related to your business or your mindset. Um, and that's what I'd say there. Okay, so for those of you on Instagram, if you have any questions, please feel free to comment. Some people are saying hi. I'm going to start waving to some people. Hello, hello, hello. Okay, people who are on Facebook, do you guys have any questions? Woo. How do you feel? Say yes if you're feeling empowered. Yes is what I want to hear. Okay, let's move on because you've got to be commenting to be entered to win prizes. Let's get those going. Okay, next is... I'm not worthy. Okay, this is another excuse. This is another thing that people allow to hold them back. Okay, so if you're saying to yourself, I'm not worthy, what I would say, because we've all felt that way, we've all had, um, we all have this phenomenon where we think that I'm not worthy until I make this much money or until I lose this amount of weight or when I lose this amount of weight or when I get this amount of money, or when I get the guy, the girl, the wife, the husband, then I'll be happy. Then, then it'll be time for me to take off and shine, whatever, right? And so what I would say to that is, if you want to feel more worthy, and if you want to feel more confident, first of all, you have to, like, if you want, especially if you want to be more valuable as a coach, you have to value yourself and invest in yourself. If you want to become more valuable, you have to put more value into yourself, okay? So you have to do the courses. You have to get the help. You have to um, do the work, right? Um, so somebody said, I think it's a silent one. People don't even realize they don't feel worthy. It's so true. It, we, we almost like, because it's such a standard and because everybody's always striving in our culture, we don't even see that, like, you guys, if you can come at your work from a place of I'm already worthy and then this all this stuff is just me like living my mission and playing a game of life that's such a better place to come from than being like oh I have to do this because I'm not worthy unless I do this um, and your clients and people will will be able to see that energy right needy or like uh, unworthy attracts on more other people who are going to be needy and unworthy. We don't want that. We don't want, we don't want that around us. We want people who, um, feel that they are on a mission, people who feel worthy, people who are confident in our circle. And so in order to, to create that around you, you have to be rising up to that yourself. And it's not to say that, you know, we all have our days where we're off or whatever, but that's, that's what I would say to that. So, okay. Not worthy. First of all, anytime, like I've worked with people who feel unworthy of either investing in themselves or taking time to take care of themselves or whatever, if they can't do it for themselves at the beginning, I always ask, you know, or like usually they end up doing it for their kids, for their family, for their future, for their kids' future, for um, their mission, for their potential clients who would really get value from them. They don't end up starting doing it for themselves, they end up starting doing it for somebody else. And how often, you guys, do you keep promises at your job and do a good job or, or be obedient to your boss or your husband or whatever, and that yet you're not being obedient to yourself. You're not, um, you know, doing what, doing things for yourself. Because that's a twisted thing in our world. So if you can't do it for for yourself in the beginning because you feel like it's you're not worthy, quote unquote, start by doing it for somebody else, and the confidence that you will build through the process will start to allow you to step more into that worthy role. And worthiness is built through you, your thoughts first of all, but second of all, let's go back to the competence confidence loop. When you are getting experience and your hands in the clay, you start to be like, I can do this. I am okay as I am. You know what I mean? Like keeping promises you make to yourself is a game changer, as Jessica says. It's so true. And um, Wellness Journey Life says, yes, I agree. I, I'm with you. Okay. And the other, okay, so sorry, I keep jumping around. But the other thing is, if, um, if you're doubting yourself, that's not a sign that you shouldn't do something. Let's stop looking at fear and doubt as don't do it or, you know, you're, you're not worthy, so therefore don't do it. 
fear and doubt is a sign. It's like your inner self telling you that this is probably the right next step for you to grow. This is probably the thing that you need to do. This is probably the thing that's going to have the most impact on your life and your worthiness. So start by listening to that and listen to what fear is telling you to do and use it as a guiding post instead of being like, oh, I'm scared and I feel self-doubt. And so therefore I'm not going to do anything or act. All right. So what are your excuses so far? Who has identified with one of these excuses and which one is it? The next excuse is I'm doing it, but I'm not seeing results. Okay, so let's say you've chosen a habit you want to be consistent with. You pick something. Oh, guys, I realized I'm not charging my computer. I got to turn that on. Wow. Okay, let me make sure. Yay. Okay, my computer dies really fast because it's like a, I, I'm going to have to get a new one. I'm sure within the next year I'm going to have to realize that because I'm using a MacBook Air and it's really, really old. Okay, but it's battery dies within like 20 seconds if it's not plugged in. Okay, so we're back. We're good. Next excuse is I'm doing the thing, but I'm not seeing results. So who have who has felt frustrated by putting in the work and then not seeing anything happening, right? So when you have this excuse, um, one of the things I would say is if you keep measuring your success by how you're showing up and if you're doing the daily processes that you have identified as key income producing activities or key health producing activities or whatever the area of your life you're trying to improve, then that's the right way to approach it. But if you're approaching it as um, I am not doing, I'm not seeing results, so therefore this is dumb and I'm not going to keep doing it, you will never become a consistent person. So consistent people realize that they, they judge their progress and their satisfaction level based on how they are showing up, how they're doing their calls that aren't getting any clients, how they're showing up for Facebook Lives even though only one person is watching, how they are um, you know, taking care of their joy before they step into a meeting or something that's important that they want to really show up confidently for. They judge their progress and their, their satisfaction level based on those things because it's in their control rather than external things. I'll only be happy if, you know. And if you're not seeing results yet, the, so I would say, and you've given it a fair shot because so often we don't even give it a fair chance. We think like, okay, I'm going to start this coaching business. I'm going to show up live. I'm going to be consistent with content. And I've only done, been doing it for five days, for example. And they're like, where's the clients? What's going on? Uh, you know, maybe I should give this up. You do have to give it a fair shot. So that's part one. But let's say you have been giving it a fair shot. Let's say you've been going for three months and you've been really consistent, quality content, whatever, and it's still not working. Then I would say reevaluate your key success indicators. So the things that you thought would bring the most success relook at those because maybe it's the wrong habits you're choosing or maybe it's you know maybe you need to fine-tune your strategy behind your social media rather than just posting pictures of your dog consistently five days a week right so that would be what i would say there and the other thing is like retune your daily goals and objectives to be more um like less busy work and more results oriented. So one of the things that's, that's super common is people think that they're doing things that will lead to success. Like they're answering their emails. They're, you know, liking people's photos on Instagram, but they're not like, it's not working for example. And so I would say, re oh, we have a cat in the video now. Reevaluate, um, oh, she's gonna sit on my lap. Okay, so <laughs> reevaluate what, um, could be the key success indicators and be result. What are the top three results that you want to have at the end of the day? Meaning I'd like to create two worksheets for my group program. I would like to reach out to 10 people. I would like to, um, what's another one? I don't know. Something that's more results oriented rather than like checking my email, scrolling, whatever. And the other thing when, if you're not seeing results yet, you guys, the group program, especially if it's in your coaching business or your social media strategy or your launch, whatever, then the group program uh, might be for you or private coaching. So I would book that free strategy call 
Um, and let me know if you have questions about that. Okay, the next excuse is, I don't feel like it. Who has days where they don't feel like it? Comment, comment, say hello. Um, yes, so when it comes to not feeling like it, first off, if we can adopt the idea that we're not entitled to feel like it all the time, but that's not a reason to not do it, then we're in good shape, right? And um, and so I would say, and Ivano, am I saying your name correctly? Can you tell me? Because I would love to say your name, but I don't, I'm scared to mess it up. Um, so I'm really looking forward to connecting, by the way, soon, next week. Um, okay, so when it comes to I don't feel like it, you have to understand that like it takes a load off your shoulders when you just tell yourself, I'm not going to feel like it every day. Oh, well, like, and I'm still going to do it. Consistent people go to the gym or do whatever on the days they don't feel like it. And yet it's not to say that they don't um, have a bad workout or they only commit to five minutes of their workout, but they still go, they still show up. So, and I feel less pressure when I, like, for example, this whole tired thing. I've let being tired in the past be an excuse to not um, work productively, to not focus, as a, as a free pass to not focus. And when I catch myself doing that now, my latest thing is you are not entitled to always feel ready to be focused. But that doesn't, that has nothing to do, like being tired is over here. Getting your work done is over here. You don't have to tie them together. They're not like, yeah, keep it separate. <laughs> and then write your whys and be unapologetic about your whys. So anytime you don't feel like it, return to your whys and self-generate motivation. So I recommend if you have a phone, iPhone, keep in your notes file or Evernote all of your whys for why you want to be consistent in this habit or what your goal is and why it's important to you to follow through um, or how you want to be on a daily basis, the kind of person you want to be and list them all unapologetically with no judgment of yourself. Because here's, here's what happens a lot of times is we have this, if you guys are thinking like humans are not very long-term oriented. So when you are saying to other people, your whys for being healthy is I really want to live a long time and I want my cholesterol to go down and I want to um, have better blood markers and all this stuff. It, it most that might be some of your reasons for your why. Absolutely, completely agree. But at the same time, those aren't going to motivate you in the heat of the moment for, you know, why you should be taking care of your health today. Instead, what's going to motivate you is a why like I want to be able to um, not have to take a nap this afternoon because I'm so darn tired and I didn't sleep enough last night because that's going to take me away from, you know, that important thing that I was going to do this afternoon or some Like you have to think of a little more short-term and long-term with your why list. So make a whole list of short-term and long-term and go to the short-term ones when you're in the heat of the moment and you're really like, crap, uh, you know, whatever. And I always love, my favorite kinds of whys are, I want to be the kind of person who, blah, 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 right? So um, write them down. Don't judge yourself. Don't think they're vain or they're selfish or they're not worthy or you shouldn't be thinking that thought. Just own your whys and write them down. So give me one why for why you want to be more consistent. I would love to know. Why you want to ditch excuses. I would love to know. All right, and let's move on to the next excuse. Okay, okay, let's talk about the excuse of I don't want to. So let's say you have a habit you want to do or um, something you want in your business. And in order to make time for it or in order to really develop the skills you need to accomplish it, you um, need to invest in yourself somehow. Right, you either need to outsource something, you need to get healthy groceries and start stepping up your grocery game, whatever. And you're saying to yourself, I don't want to spend money. So this objection or this excuse that you tell yourself is usually for a few reasons, but one of them might be you've made investments in the past that have 
not worked out. And so it scares you from ever investing in yourself in the future. Um, and that is something where it's like penalizing yourself for something that was a learning experience and you, you know, you shouldn't like allow a, like, it's like when you say, um, I didn't work out yesterday. So today I am going to, um, penalize myself by not working out again. Maybe that's a bad analogy. Sometimes on these videos, I come up with the worst analogies ever, but you shouldn't punish yourself or penalize yourself for something completely different that didn't work out um, from doing something that you believe will work out, if that makes sense. Um, and the other thing is investments really impact more than just you. So that's going back to, if you can't do it for yourself, do it for your future clients, do it for showing up better in your family. Um, Ivana likes my <laughs> analogy. That's one thing you really are going to know about me is when I go alive like this, sometimes the stuff that comes out of my mouth is like, what? What was that analogy? That makes no sense. Finish the story. This is very good. Um, okay. The other thing is when it comes to being, like I said, investing, becoming more valuable, you have to give value to yourself. And so I always think about when I'm cheap and what happens with my purses. So Kate Spade is a brand that's very nice, right? And I have a Kate Spade bag and it is the most durable bag I've ever gotten. And um, and I am so grateful for it, but most of the time I would say, no, I'm not gonna buy that, that's so dumb. But I'm so glad I did. So think about, are you gonna establish yourself as a coach, as a Gucci brand, like high quality, and therefore who do you need to be to be that high quality coach? Or are you gonna establish yourself as a Target crappy tote bag and um, not invest in yourself and not it, like be at that level in your life, right? And with your choices and stuff. And um, the other thing I would say about the, the excuse of like, I don't wanna invest myself or whatever. The biggest thing I see is people think, I'll just keep going at it the same way I've been going at it and try to save up and then invest in myself later when, how long have you been telling yourself that? right? How long have you been stuck? How long, how quickly do you want to solve this problem? And so for me, um, personally, I went about six months of trying to figure out my coaching business by myself, wasting a lot of time before I got skin in the game, before I invested in a group program, and then later a private coach, like it changed the game for me. And within the first three months of investing in something, I made all the money back for an eight month program. And so it's just to show that if you're coachable and you're teachable um, and you can believe in yourself and build up your belief in yourself by taking action and having skin in the game, things will normally work out if you're committed, right? So that's, that's the other thing I tell myself. Anytime I'm scared about something, I know the best bet I can make is on myself and, um, and that always helps. Okay, let's move on to the last excuse. Who here has any questions, any excuses that they've made in the past that they want to share or have um, help with or coaching with. The last excuse is I am not confident. Okay. So if you guys say that I'm not confident, so therefore I'm not, I can't do X, Y, Z. Um, go back to yesterday, watch the confidence comp competence loop. We build confidence through action. We build confidence through developing our skills and being scared. The other thing I would say with is an example with, with music for me. So I've always, I've always been um, very introverted and I don't love like being on display or anything like that. But at the same time, I feel that as a singer, so I've grown up as a singer and I sing in a cover band. Um, and I've found that when you Oh, my cat unplugged the cord. Gosh. Okay. Okay. We plugged it in. We're good. So I found that every time I've made like a mistake that made me feel like I was going to die confidence wise, <laughs> um, you just become more and more numb to it and you just become more and more fearless. So you have to go through the horrible, torturous, scary moments to build the confidence. <laughs> 
because you realize you lived to tell. You lived through it. You realize it fades away long faster than you think. You realize people don't really remember it as much as you think they're remembering it. You realize people don't really pay as much attention to you as you think they do. That's called the spotlight effect. We all think that everybody's overanalyzing what we're doing, but everybody's so focused on their own self and feeling self-conscious about their own self that they're really not, okay? And so for me, with music, I have tripped on stage, forgot the words, sang in front of my peers, which is my biggest, I hate doing that. I don't like singing around my friends. I don't like singing around people I know really well. I love singing in front of strangers. Uh, I have burped on stage. I have, um, what else? Like, I can tell you, like, all the things that could go wrong, I've not been able to hear myself, so I've been off pitch. All the things that could go wrong have happened. And because of that, now, it's like nothing can really phase me. Like, it's, it's much more, it's much easier to feel confident because I'm like, I can handle that. We'll figure it out. It'll go away. It's temporary, right? So that's my favorite. Um, that's one of my favorite little hacks when it comes to building confidence. Um, so do those lives. Mess up on those lives. You, I had a rocky start today. I kind of forgot what I was going to say. And we got back on track, right? So that's what I'd say there. And, and when it comes to confidence, yesterday, Jessica, one of our people who's participating in this, she commented, what else is true? Um, as a good question to ask yourself when you're getting down on yourself about your confidence, about how you're not enough, always say, okay, I'm thinking that I'm not enough or I'm feeling not confident, but what else is true? Well, I have uh, managed to build a business in X amount of months, or I have um, managed to raise confident children, or I have, uh, like, give yourself a little pop talk as far as what you have been able to do. Look for evidence of ways parts of your life where you have felt confident, you have built confidence, you have made mistakes and lived lived through it, you didn't die. Okay, so it's not as serious as you're making it out to be. And the the real question is, okay, you're not confident, that's, that's fine, but are you ready to build the life you want? Are you ready, do you, do you wanna take steps towards life you want, or do you wanna just stay not confident? There has to be a, a breakthrough. There has to be, and don't wait. Here's the most, here's the other annoying thing is people wait until they're at rock bottom, have no other option, you know, are so stuck that there is, if they don't take action, they will like die. <laughs> they will collapse. They will have horrible things, horrible consequences. Don't let yourself be that kind of person who lets it get to rock bottom before you ask for help, before you take action, before you do something that pushes you a little outside of your comfort zone. Like, don't wait. Don't do that to yourself. Be nice to yourself. Be proactive, right? So Ivana says, wow, that's good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, level of one to 10, what's your confidence like, you guys? 10 being, I'm very confident. One being, I, I'm hiding right now under a blanket. What's what's your level of confidence? Let's hear it. And what would make it a 10 for you? What would build that confidence up? Is it something about your self-talk? Is it something about the story you're telling yourself that you need to ditch? Is it something about a person in your life who's dragging you down and you need to like let it go? What's what is keeping you from your full potential or your confidence? I would love to know. But do a scale one to ten. One being not confident, 10 being confident. Um, and also, do you have a bad story about confidence? A lot of people think that confidence is um, negative, like it's being cocky. But there's a difference between being full of yourself and being confident. Confidence allows you to serve. It allows you to show up for your clients. It allows you to be a like bring value to the table um, and live your mission. Cockiness allows you to only care about yourself. Uh, and and here's the biggest mindset shift for me too when it comes to nerves, not feeling not confident. Being afraid or shy or um, nervous, think of it as actually being a little bit selfish because you're focusing all on you. And when you think to yourself that confidence is 
um, allowing you to bring more value and deliver what you said you're going to deliver, that's a whole different way to see confidence. So I have a blog on that and I think it's called stop hyphen feeling nervous or so it's HaleyRow.com slash stop hyphen feeling hyphen nervous. And it's really good. Um, another confidence booster and why I posted a link in the, in the description today is this thing is rocking my life right now. It's the high performance planner by Brendan Bouchard. And it every day guides you to questions that are going to help you have a really good day, feel satisfied at the end, boost your confidence because you're seeing like you're able to reflect back on what you've been doing and record your wins. Um, so highly recommend this book, it, it, this journal. It's like a, it's a planner, but it's also daily questions. It's also a weekly reflection. It's also a monthly calendar. It's getting my life together. Let me tell you that. It's great. Okay, so I put the link in the comments if you ever want to check it out. But um, let's move on to the last thing. And that is, um, do you have any questions? Because <laughs> I already covered the last, the last excuse. Any questions, guys? Okay, so now that we have a few more minutes left, um, do, if you're watching the replay, comment your feedback, comment as you go. I'd love to know your top takeaways from the challenge overall and how I can continue to help you in the future. If you want a future topic for a challenge or whatever, just please do let me know. I love when I get feedback. I love when you guys um, ask questions and stuff. Uh, at the same time, I just wanted to go over a little bit what the group program that I keep mentioning over and over again is actually going to cover. So if you want to stick around for that, you can. Otherwise, adios. Um, but the group program that I'm doing is going to be 12 weeks and it's going to be zero. It's called the Zero to Hero Coach. So it's going to take you from, you know, struggling, not having a lot of clients to booking clients, making use out of your certification, making money in your business, um, establishing your mission and your niche and being really confident and clear on that, all that stuff. So here's kind of the breakdown of how we're going to go about it in the weeks. First week is all about knowing yourself first, because before you can help your clients and um, live your mission, you got to know what your strengths are, what you're competent in, um, all that stuff. So we start with knowing thyself. So it's a big mindset week really focused on getting you out of your own head and into your business um, and out of your own way. The second week is more about knowing your ideal clients and knowing your ideal clients better than you know yourself. So what that means is getting clear on your niche, getting clear on who your ideal clients are, um, and that that's part of it. And then we test your market. So week three is more like market research, how and how to go about that, how to find people if you have a very small audience, how to um, conduct interviews and save info so that you know how to write posts, so you know how to create your sales page with good copywriting, uh, just so you know how to market yourself. The week four is creating your hell, hell yes offer, right? Um, and that is more about like how we're going to create packages that your ideal clients will be like, yes, that speaks to me at the right pricing, at the right um, communication as far as the breakdown of your pillars of your coaching methodology, making you stand out from other coaches. That's part of it. Then we go through the sales process. So how are you going to guide followers on social media or people you meet on, you know, in your community or whatever through nurturing them, through adding value to them, to, through building relationships, through your sales process. Um, and for, for me, that's calls, that's um, doing calls. And for some, but however, we talk about all the things that lead up to the calls. And we'll also talk about ob uh, objections or how to overcome the common, like, you know how we talked about excuses today? It's kind of like, how do you overcome the excuses from your clients? And when you're coaching them, how do you make sure that they're compliant? How do you make sure that they get amazing results? because they're implementing. Because a big thing that happens is coaches have their thing, they feel really good about it, but then their clients aren't ideal clients or they're not implementing or whatever. So we're gonna talk about how to address that too and how you can feel confident promoting your own packages and not like it's selfish or it's salesy or it's slimy and all that stuff. Then we move into social media. So how to attract your ideal clients online, how to do attraction marketing, meaning people coming to you and also how to um, be more proactive as far as you coming to them and bringing value. 
Um, and then it, we'll break it down through Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two platforms we're going to focus on the most. Um, and all the things that go into those things to be consistent and have your content strategy and not just aimlessly be posting. And then the other thing is um, systems. So I keep moving through the weeks, but we'll just keep, I'm going to just keep talking instead of breaking down the weeks. So systems is, uh, we'll talk about time management. We'll talk about how to set, automate certain things in your business. So you're not constantly wasting time and you have the same process for different clients and the document, your documents are organized. Everything's organized. Okay. So we make sure that you're organized. Things are going to save you time. Then we move into long-term strategies. So that means email marketing, building your email list, having a freebie, um, how to promote your email list, how to not just say link a bio, but have other ways that you're actively growing your email list for free without needing a fancy, fancy website or things like that. And you will know how to create your own landing page and um, all that stuff. So it's a little bit of everything. And then the last part, oh, one part I forgot to mention is in-person clients too. So not just online marketing, but in your community, let's say you wanted to do a workshop or something. We'll talk about how to organize that, how to promote it in the community, all that stuff. So if you have questions um, about this program and you haven't booked your call yet for next week, um, be sure to do so. Let me know if you have questions. And then somebody did ask a question about thinking, and that was, how do you master, master quick thinking? So when you say quick thinking, do you mean like if you're in the heat of the moment and you really feel like doing something, but you're not doing it? Is that what you mean by quick thinking? If so, I would say, um, well, first of all, I would do the pattern interrupt. So identify, you know, like know yourself and know that when you seem to be triggered to do the thing you don't want to do. And instead of next time marching into it blindly, before it happens, identify what pattern interrupt or slight improvement you're going to make for this time around. And even if you can just create a pause for like five seconds somehow with your pattern interrupt, it's an improvement. And each time you just keep trying to get yourself more and more aware in your brain more and more on board that we're changing the habit um, until it becomes a little more natural and feels less awkward. Um, so if that's not your question though, let me know and I will follow up with you and, and answer what, what you're thinking. Okay, thank you guys so much for watching and being a part of this challenge. I really appreciate it. And um, I really look forward to hearing how you guys are going to be more consistent, how it goes for you. And if you do have, you know, any feedback about future topics and stuff, let me know. All right. Thank you guys. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to get your free gift over at HaleyRow.com by joining my email list. And remember, you can always connect with me and other health coaches in the Health Coach Nation free Facebook group where I post trainings and videos on how to take your health coaching business to the next level. Can't wait to connect with you. Have an awesome day.